Ladies and gentlemen, today is one of these videos that I highly suggest you pay very careful attention to. If you need to make notes, please do that. Pause the video, get your notepad and paper, whatever you want to use, and make notes on it. Because I am going to give you a very dire warning today and give you a macro outlook of, as to how I see everything playing out. We've already about halfway through those forecasts that I've made over the last year, year and a half in terms of moving towards uh, a very severe recession and quite probably a depression. As many of you know, I made the video series on the Great Depression Diaries, a very, very popular video series. And it's been incredible just how that has played out over the last year and a half. Very, very accurate from looking at the diaries to looking at what we have today. However, I want to warn you against just following those diaries and the forecast there and thinking that this is going to play out in exactly the same way, because it isn't. The period that we are in right now and we are going into could be worse than some of the things that happened during the Great Depression, because during that period, 1929, 1938, we weren't in a large scale war. We didn't have this breakdown of globalization, moving towards nationalization. Back then, the economies of the world were already nationalistic in nature. So what do I mean by that? Well, globalization is what we have had, what we have right now. Although I would say that we've seen the breakdown of globalization since the pandemic began in March of 2020, more specifically when the lockdown started. Of course, myself, a few of the commentators were the only ones that have really seen what has been happening. Everyone, all these experts that you see on TV saying, Everything will get back to normal. The supply chains will be back. Inflation is transitory. The supply chains will be fine. Um, China's going to start exporting again, sending everything back to us. I and many other people have said this will not happen. Uh, the central banks are lying. Inflation is not transitory. It is persistent. And this is why, and we'll get into macro in a moment, um, normally, the macro stuff I talk about, as many of you will know, is specifically in my private community. I'll drop a link below because I do talk about this all the time. I'm very specific. I've given minute, detailed guidance on how to move forward financially through this crisis, right down to a breakdown of every asset class percentage-wise that you would put in. And by that asset class, what I would invest into during this crazy and highly volatile period. So I definitely recommend checking that out. But this breakdown in globalization is causing huge amounts of problems. We're told that all of this inflation is as a result of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. This is simply not correct. Most of the energy supply issues, most of the inflation through energy and therefore food and other aspects were here before the situation in Ukraine. What that situation has done is simply made worse an already very, very bad situation. So this is now what we're moving into. We have this breakdown of globalization, therefore creating higher prices. Why do you think there are so many issues right now in the United States, in Europe in particular? Because these nations are not producers, especially let's talk specifically about the United States. They are importers. They export US dollars because the world reserve currency, they import products and services. When the dollar dies, and yes, it is strengthening at the moment, 
but that is simply a flight to safety by capital. This will turn around at some point in the future, but unfortunately the USA just doesn't make anything anymore, and this is their biggest problem. We also have military conflict. We're moving towards this war and also China and Taiwan. I believe we're gonna have a European army that's going to form as a direct result of the threats going on. I also believe that China are going to use this, uh, take advantage of this situation, uh, which is what happens throughout the world. Usually when we have periods of conflict, one country will um, take advantage of a situation and I believe that is what will happen. I think China will move into Taiwan and I think the defense contractors know this. The defense companies are already ramping up production and planning for this. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, are they going to be providing weapons to China or Taiwan? No, they're going to be providing weapons to the British, the European, the US military. What does this tell you? And by the way, I take no delight in sharing these things with you. I am just as worried as all of you about the situations and how they are developing. So let's move into the macro framework then. What do I think is gonna happen next? Well, you'll have heard me talk about many, many times before that people were investing into tech, into growth stocks at the wrong time. You don't invest into growth stocks just as you're about to come into a recession. I still have my forecast of the 1st of July this year for the UK and USA to enter recession. And that is looking extremely likely based on the data. Of course, the media, the government will probably try and swing this so that you don't know we're in recession, but I think we will be as of the 1st of July, two negative quarters of GDP or negative GDP output. Of course, they've changed the methodology and how they measure it now, but let's still use that same methodology. So what have we seen then? We've seen the NASDAQ come down heavily. This is the tech stocks. These are the highly speculative stocks. Second to that then is the cryptocurrency as a result of the NASDAQ crashing quite heavily. We've just seen that over the last few days, a severe crash in the cryptocurrency market. What comes after cryptocurrency then? It is the other stock markets going into a bear market, a slow decline with a deeper or, or a more sharp correction that will come in later on. Once we reach 7% interest rates, this is where I see the USA housing market uh, breaking. This is the breaking point. We'll then see a plateau in prices. This is when I believe the inventory will come to market, although inventory could come to market a little earlier. Um, it's sort of a gray area then. And once this inventory hits the market with the interest rates, with the higher levels of inflation, with the lack of affordability for households, this is when we will see the housing market finally start to uh, come down. Now, it's not gonna be a deep crash straight away. I think it's gonna be gradual, and then we'll start to see it um, speed up a little later on. How long before we reach bottom? It could be two years, it could be three to four years. It depends just how severe this next crash is. Now, you think about how low interest rates have been over the last 12, 14 years sort of period since we were in this last sort of crash, but rather than go back to 08, let's look at sort of 2012 sort of period when we started to come out of this and strengthen. This has been a decade and not just a decade of low rates and crazy manipulation and growth, but the last two years have been just excessive um, 
M1, M2, just currency creation like you have never seen before. This has allowed the rich to get richer, the poor to get poorer, the middle class are being absolutely decimated. This is where we get uh, the next part within the sort of segments here when you hear me talk about uh, Strauss and, uh, fourth turning and some of the other models I use. This is when we go to social unrest, which I definitely see coming. Of course, we have issues with food and fuel, farmers putting out warning. All of these things are going to converge very, very shortly. It's just a matter of time. And then you've heard me talk before about inflation hedges. These are farmland, it's gold, it's silver, but also the miners should do well uh, also. But what's happening at the moment is the miners are being very, very badly hit. Uh, even some of my stocks, and again, I only have a very small amount of stocks because I'm going towards cash as opposed to the stock market right now because this is my forecast. I believe we're going to be going down quite severely. But even some of my stocks, um, a very small percent, I think it's about 0.25% of my entire asset allocation went down dramatically. I mean, we're talking about 25% decline. That shouldn't have happened. The reason it's happened is because investors still believe the central banks, that the central banks are going to fight inflation, that they've got it all under control. These are the same central banks that said it was inflation was not a problem in the first place. It wouldn't happen. Oh, now it's transitory. Oh, now don't worry, we're going to handle it. Oh, now inflation's good for you. And all these investors and, and a lot of the funds are coming out and they actually believe this absolute nonsense. I don't know why, but they believe it. So this is one of the reasons why our hedges here, uh, inflation hedges, have been going down. Now, I don't see it as a problem. I'm looking at this long term, five years or more. They will recover. They should recover because this is what happens in these sort of periods. However, we can't look at, say, the 1970s high inflationary periods, uh, 2008 or 2000, the dot-com, or 1929. We can't even look at any of these as a really strong metric. We can use segments of each of them, but we can't use them all together. And this is because we have this a culmination of all of these crises at the moment, which we have never before seen in history. I still believe, and as many of you know, uh, you know that I moved away from densely populated areas to a more rural area. I believe we are going to have a massive breakdown. That is what I see. That's what the history books say. Everything is pointing towards this. And I don't think people are prepared. I don't think you, the majority of you watching, are ready for what is going to happen. I really don't. I'm doing my absolute best to prepare you all for this, but uh, this is just too big of a task even for me. Um, even we have a forum in our community and everything is posting there from food to prepping to finance. I mean, everything's there, but it's still such a big and overwhelming job. All you can really do is just prepare as best you can, get your finances in order, you know, I think the average person in the US has less than $1,000 in savings. I think it's like 42, 43% have less than $1,000 in savings. What do you think is going to happen when these food shortages come, the energy shortages come, people need to feed themselves, and, and you've got 42, 43% that don't have savings? This is not going to end well, my friends. So please take on board this warning today. I really hope that this message will help to prepare you, maybe share it with some people in your family, community that are just still fast asleep. Even after the last two years, 
they still think everything's okay. This is just crazy thinking to me. After everything we've gone through, everything we're seeing on a day-by-day basis, this threat of war, potentially major conflicts, and people still say, don't worry, everything's gonna be fine. Just my personal opinion, I don't think everything's gonna be fine. I think we need to prepare, we need to prepare for the worst, hope for the best, look after ourselves, look after our communities and our families, really as best we can, and that is all we can do. But if you're not preparing and you haven't even thought about your finances, you're just leaving it in the stock market, you're not taking care of any of your cash positions with all these bail-in risk, bank bail-in risk, look, what do you think is gonna happen when you've got 95% of more of all money, as you call it, I don't, in the whole economy, which is actually debt, what do you think is going to happen when all of this debt starts to collapse? You honestly think you're going to be able to get your money out of the banks. History has taught us the lessons of this, but of course people don't want to follow the lessons. They'd rather just put their head in the sand and think it's not going to happen to them. And one last point on the housing market, just to tell you how important this is, most economies, especially the Western USA for example, anywhere from 60 to 70% of all GDP in the economy is as a result of the housing market. What do you think is gonna happen when this housing market collapses and just starts crashing down? You're gonna see rampant unemployment, you're gonna see people just not being able to afford anything. This collapse is going to be huge, ladies and gents. Please prepare for this. Please get yourselves ready, get your families, your communities ready. But whatever you decide to do, really, I just want to say, uh, take care. God bless you and your family. I really hope everything works out well for you. Uh, Take care and I'll see you very soon.